just said. <laughs> like, I thought, I really thought I'd seen and read it all. <laughs> At the ripe old age of 18 years old. <laughs> but Jesus. It was terrible. And that was just... <clears throat> it was terrible. Honestly, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hodge Podcast. I'm Michaela. I'm Divya. And today's episode is going to be on transformative fiction. And Divya just told me about when she was researching for this, but like she didn't want to say in the podcast because it was so explicit. And I came across. Okay, so don't don't recount it. It was just terrible. I'm not going to recount it, but like I was looking, I was researching um, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, um, and for some reason this court this like don't book, call, don't say what it's called. This book was the series of books was like mentioned in the Wikipedia page. And I pressed it, and it's like, it had the plot summary in it, and I read it all. And I just read it to Michaela, and it God, was... that's so terrible. I just, as human race, we're so disgusting. Oh, God. I just, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, so, no, I'm not going to talk about it, because it's too bad. <laughs> Honestly, it should be burned. I completely understand why it's a challenged book. Um, yeah. Okay, but, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about transformative fiction. Uh, otherwise, it's fan fiction. Um, and we both researched a couple of. Well, we did like famous ones, and then we're gonna talk about like fan fiction as a whole and how like is it good, is it bad, whatever. Yeah. Um. After reading that, probably it's bad. Oh but you know, that's like that's my argument. Like it's bad. Like see above this disgusting piece of work. But whatever. Okay, so I wanted to preface with um. What's it called? My Mortal. Because oh. that is such a classic. So My Mortal was like this fan fiction written. Was it in the 90s or the 2000s, right? Early 2000s. Um, By this girl named XXX Bloody, Bloody Wrist 666. Jeez. I think her real name's like Tara something. If that's even her real yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like resurfaced a couple of months yeah. ago. And like. She was like, oh, yeah, uh, like, I've just been, like, seeing people, like, talk about this thing, and, like, yeah. you know, she's, like, definitely, like, in her 20s, late 20s now, so it's, like, really weird, but, yeah. So, the the fan fiction's, like, so notoriously bad that people think that it's fake, and so I'm just gonna read the first paragraph, because it's the most famous paragraph of the fan fiction, and it's also hilarious. Honestly, should belong in the Library of Congress, you it's know. So, it probably, honestly, probably is in the Library of Congress. <laughs> Okay, so it reads, Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name, with purple streaks and red tips that reach my mid-back and icy blue eyes like livid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee, author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. How is the spelled? D-A or? The hell out of here. I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. Hogwarts I'm is canonically 17. in Scotland, but is it, go is off. It Scotland? Go off. Is it Scotland? I thought it was. Yeah. Is it Scotland in England, though? Huh? What? No. <laughs> I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic and there's no space between those two words. I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and a red eyeshadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining. (laughs) Snowing and raining. 
so sludge, as it's more commonly known. So there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of prep stared at me. I put my middle finger up at them. And that's the end of the first paragraph. And I mean, you get the weight of how shit that is, but then, like, also all the, like, just the misspellings of stuff is just so funny. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know if I believe it's satire. Like I, I, I 100% believe it's satire. And then while I was researching it, there's this woman at Princeton who, like, does a class on, on fan fiction about, mm-hmm. I guess, the yeah. multivarious parts of it. And, like, the her, she said that, like, her first reading assignment is she makes students read this fan fiction. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Why? I don't even know. This lady's crazy. I said, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's gross. Like, I, I think I got one or two chapters into it. Like, we did, like, sophomore year, like, as mm-hmm. a joke. And it's kind of fucking nasty. Like, it's gross. I remember, like, reading, like, this long essay about it. Like, people were, like, I mean, like, I was, I haven't read it all the way through. I can't. You know, I'm not the biggest. It's person. so hard because you have to dedicate a like it's a how many thousand. I think you have to dedicate a, like also like a lot of brain power to just like try and figuring out what it says because it gets so yeah the misspellings are so terrible. I mean, and like it seemed like as an abs like obvious self insert like apparently as cer- apparently it's certain parts in like the work body of work, she <laughs> like just like ends up like calling Ebony like oh she's. And, and a B or something like there's just terrible misspelling yeah just like changing it to like her like the like the author's name like it's just it's really weird I and mean I think actually, like that is like the thing that I can see like it's a satire because no one is wait I want to see if I can find it's 44 chapters long um dang she looks good shut up <laughs> it's so it's, it's the magnum opus of Tara just G- oh, I don't Oh my god. So, yeah, it's her That's her magnum opus. I mean... <laughs> That's her Mona Lisa. Her girl with the pearl earring. Can you tell? I want to know how many words it is so bad. But it's, like, not... Uh, I'm not going to research on the podcast because that's boring and not cool. But, like, anyways... That is just, like, the... Whenever I think of, like, bad fan fiction, that is the bad fan fiction. But I mean, it's not even real. I know, yeah. It might there was have started. That, that was that debate that came up on Tumblr. Like it was, it was last year. It was yeah. Recently, that it was fake, and that she came out and said it was fake. Whoever wrote it, mm-hmm. and it was like crap. But I mean, I think the levity of how fake it is, like how, how can it be fake? Is it's forty four chapters long, and it is so long, and it is just pages and pages of just crap. I just so how can someone make a satire that long? Like they must be a genius, like Trisha Paytas. Like, this is the Trisha Paytas fan fiction. Like, I didn't like her. And then someone was like, oh, you know, it's all satire, right? And then I was like, oh, my God. Suddenly, she's a genius. I mean, Trisha Paytas is a genius. I'm not saying Trisha Paytas is not a genius. I'm not. Like, yeah, Trisha Paytas is a genius. So funny. I mean, oh, God. Also, bloody wrist 666. Wrist is spelled R-I-S-T-S. Wait, that's how you spell it? What? I think one of my favorite, I feel like my one of my favorite lines from the first paragraph is either, um, I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. And then, and then also the one that's like, a lot of prep stared at me. I put my middle finger up at them. That's me, obviously, in the halls of my high school when I see the preps and, like, staring at me and I, you know, I just put my middle finger up at them. <laughs> I just... 
Despite the fact that I probably like lean more on the prep spectrum. Than... Um, I feel like yeah, I feel like I lean closer to prep on the prep spectrum than I like guess goth. Than... Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to preface with that. With with oh. that magnum opus, as it's called, on I guess I don't know what I think wiki. It was like, I think on... it was like wiki fandom or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't know which wiki fandom it was, but yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, so we each pick like famous fan fictions. I mean, they're kind of all. Mine isn't really bad. I thought it was kind of bad, but like they're famous in the sense that they've been published by authors and made into movies or books. So they're not just like. Wait, actually, let's. I feel like we should. I mean, I feel like this is a little late, but like some people might not know what fan fiction is. You know what I mean? It's just like you take an original work, a movie, a book, uh, what else? Anything else? Or even like real people, like bands or celebrities. Yeah, that, that's kind of freaky, but. It, I mean, it's, that's not cool. And you like make write stories about them, like whatever you want. They have a tendency to be like X rated, like pornography, but they're not always. Yeah, there. I've definitely like seen like ones that are very. Just kind of like fluff, and it's. I mean, I'm gonna talk about this when we talk about like yeah. whether it's good or bad. But yeah, fan fiction is um, when writers take other people's works of art, or I mean, for some people, um, just taking real people, and then um, making their own like storylines and like characterizations for some part, like about those like characters. Yeah, and like, it's yeah. It's, That's kind of basically what it is. Yes. It's interesting, and it's definitely last been around longer than the internet has been around, so. Yeah, it actually has, which is, like, you don't think, it, okay, whatever. Yeah. I th- I heard, read, like, the, okay, I'll get into it. Just what? I thought it, like, was fairly new, considering my first, I, I remember this, because after the eighth Harry Potter movie came out, there was an article in Time Magazine about Harry Potter fan fiction, which apparently that subculture of Harry Potter fandom is terrible. Yeah. As it, I, I, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, but um, I that was like the first time I had ever heard of it. And I was like, oh, what a fun and neat like way to like do this. And then I never. But yeah, it's definitely lasted. It's been around. It's been around since like the 1800s. Actually, I would go back as far as say like the... The tens. The tens. <laughs> no, but, like, there's cases of, like... I mean, I don't want to get... It. I'll get into it later. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's... What was the first work that you... Okay, so this is... I researched Fifty Shades of Grey, which is famously fan fiction... A fan fiction of the Twilight Saga. Um, so, basically, E.L. James, which is this lady's pen name... Her name's, like, I think Elizabeth, and it doesn't matter. Um, so it was basically developed from a fanfiction series titled Master of the Universe. I think I read a snippet of this, but I never finished it yet. And it was published episodically. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But it's, like, published on fanfiction websites under the pen name Snow Queen's Ice Dragon. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Basically, it was Edward Cullen and Bella Swan, and I think, I mean, it's Fifty Shades of Grey. It's, like, kind of like a BDSM story, and it's about, it apparently um, brought back erotic literature after popularity. So, like, the fanfiction, is it literally just the Fifty Shades fanfiction, but the names are just switched out with Bella and Edward? And, like, basically that? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, 
basically there are comments concerning the sexual nature of the material and then E.L. James, uh, sorry, Snow Queen's Ice Dragon (laughs) (laughs) removed the story from all like fanfiction websites and published it on her own website, 50shades.com, which I looked it up. It goes, it redirects to um, E.L. James like dot com or something like that. Hmm. Um, so then she rewrote Master of the Universe as an original piece with Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele. Um, and then she removed it from her website before publishing it. Um, yeah, so basically she, like, rewrote it, probably, like, tweaked it so that it wasn't, like, completely, um... Like, Twilight. Yeah. And I've heard, that like, her characterization of Anas of... I think she's called Anna in the movie yes, yeah. or the book and Christian are very like similar to the Twilight saga. I have no idea. Edward and Bella. Yeah. Um, I got a quote from Stephanie Meyer about that. She said, that's really not Wait, my... Wait, Stephanie, who is that? She's... She wrote Twilight. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said, that's really not my thing. Not That's really not my genre. Not my thing. Good on her. She's doing well. That's great. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. I was like, oh, poor, poor Stephanie. Like, I feel like she deserves better. But does she? It's, we can't like hate on Twilight. Divya, it's not well written, but like, have you read it? No, of course I haven't read it. Then you can't hate on it. Don't don't even start this game with me. Um. So basically, the reworked and extended version of Master of the Universe is split into three parts, which is Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and then Fifty Shades... Fifty Shades Freed. Yay! And so, um, yeah, and so Fifty Shades of Grey was released as an ebook and a print-on-demand paperback in 2011, and then became very popular, and so all of them started, like... You know what just makes me angry? I mean, of course it's badly written, and it's just like, it, like you right, you said, like, it had an upsurge in erotica after, like, Fifty Shades was published, but, like, people act like erotica didn't exist. Like, Lady Charlie's Lover was, like, the first erotica, and, like, no one pays attention to it, and everyone's like, oh, Fifty Shades is so revolutionary and brave, and I'm like, no, it's not, it's just No, it definitely porn. brought it back, because the other book that I was talking about, it's last installment. It was originally a trilogy. It's last installment came out in 2015, which is, I think, a little after yeah. Fifty Shades Free was published. Fifty Shades Free was published 2012, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, I, it, it's, it's bad porn is what it is, but, like, the, I mean, I feel like if we have to, if I have to pull a positive out of it, is, like, at least they're, like, catering to female audiences. Yeah, I mean, like, because, like, you I know read... porn's always, like, big boob blonde-haired girl, like, from California. Like, you know what I mean? But now it's like, at least it's, like, not that anymore. It's not good. It's <laughs> sad that it's not good. Um, I think... I've not, have you, I haven't read it. I haven't read any of it at all. I haven't read it either. I just don't care. Um, I mean, it has a large following with, like, adult women and, like, even, like, teenage girls and, like, college girls. Like, for, you know. Um, and I think... Despite it, like, just being badly written. Like, it is apparent, like, Amazon UK said that it's on August, in August of 2012, it had sold more copies of Fifty Shades of Grey than it had the entire Harry Potter series combined. <sighs> Meaning, like, E.L. James was, like, Amazon UK's, like, best-selling author now. I feel like people, I mean, I know when, I don't want to say your name, but, like, one of our friends in middle school, like, our mutual friend, she said that she wrote, she read, like, all of it. 
and while she was in middle school. And I was like, oh my god, like, you did not. I'm not gonna say, I'll tell you after the okay. podcast who it is, because I don't, I mean, we don't really. I, I think I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. I just, like. I'm not, I'm not gonna say their name, but I was just like, gosh, like, why? And they're like, yeah, it was terrible. And I was like, yeah, I would expect this to be. I mean, like, I guess I like, it's kind of like a certain willpower, because those books are huge. You ha- and you have to get through it, and then, yeah. Anyways, I feel like. It's interesting to see something like this a fan fiction start off and then get published and become a movie and become like I mean a like and it's like so it's like a national phenomenon and she has written um I think she's like continuing it like she's rewriting the books from the perspective of, of Christian Grey. And like the movie just That's a moneygram. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah. And like the movies are terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're terrible. I've I watched I think I actually unfortunately I've watched both of them. Well, cuz Oh, because of your stepsisters. Yeah. They, they're like, let's watch it. And I was like, this is really bad. It's a good movie you want to like laugh with friends about. It's a really good movie. We should go see Fifty Shades Hey, how about sometime. we don't do that? Oh, okay. It's so, just... Yeah. Galatine so, say... So the... Shut up. So the, the fan fiction I researched is called Beekeeper's Apprentice. It's published in 1994 by Lori R. King. It's basically a Sherlock Holmes like insert fan fiction. Sherlock Holmes, X reader, yes please. What does yes mean? X, yes please. Oh, yes please. <laughs> Sorry, I can't understand you. So Mary Russell is a 15-year-old protagonist. Uh, she meets the 45-year-old Sherlock Holmes and becomes his apprentice because she's just so smart and beautiful. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, like all 15-year-old <clears throat> girls are. Uh, honestly, I was a mess. They go on crime zombie adventures together and then, like, do you know who Moriarty is? Yeah, yeah. Was, like, his vengeful daughter, like, harasses them and like whatever and like there's actually a plot there i just don't want to recount it because i kind of don't fucking care <laughs> um and the plot like isn't reprehensible like completely reprehensible whatever it, reprehensible reprehensible mm-hmm. it was because it was nominated by agatha christie for like a best novel award and was deemed notable young adult book by the american and, like, library association and your hell? brother like read it for yeah, school yeah so like the reason i know about this is because my brother like whenever he was at tam's he told me about this, and he's like, it's literally fan fiction that got published. And I was like, what? And then I re- it is. It's literally what it is. Um, and then, like, later on, like, she, in the first, I think it becomes a series. Like, the first book, she's just his apprentice and, like, does his, like, apprenticey thingies. And then she marries him. But, like, he's 45 and she's 18. Yes. What? Yes, please. Like, it's so obviously just, like, self-insert crap. And, like, I can't attest to how good the writing is or, or anything like that. But, like, just come on, man. I think, I don't know. It's just, it's funny to see, like, that kind of, like, stuff, like, get off the internet. Like, obviously, this wasn't written on the internet. This was written before. Yeah, this was written in 94. Um, But, like, it's just, like, that kind of stuff, like... For me, like, if I ever wrote, I've never written, um, fan fiction. Um, but I think, like, I, I don't know if, like, if I ever wrote it, like, I kind of just want to, like, stay in, like, one... Stay out of that crap. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, God, it's just so terrible. Like, why, why did... And then people publish it. Like, I understand if you want to publish it on, like, AO3 or something. But, like, they publish it on, like, like, through a publisher. Like, that's insane to me. And the and publishers are like, yeah, this is good. 
And like, not, and like they probably are. Like I've read really good like yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like we're on right now. We're going on 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 track of like fan fiction is terribly written, which is not true at all. Like from my experience, I've read fan fiction. And I'm like, wow, oh my god. Like it's like this is like one of my things. Like it's really they're really good stuff. They are, there. Yeah, they're really it's, really well written. It's just it makes me upset that some of the ones that are famous are like Fifty Shades and like The Beekeeper's Apprentice. I can tell you how good it is, but like it just doesn't sound great. And, like, what dumbfounds me the most is, like, not only that it got published, that it became, like, a staple of, like, literature so much that my brother had to read it for a class. Like, that is just mm-hmm. beyond me. I think it's just, like, funny because, like, I, you see, like, self-interpret fix, like, all the time on the yeah, internet. Yeah, and it's, like, and a like, joke. And it's just, like, oh, this is, like, real. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> that is definitely, how do you say, terrible. Um, I don't know. But yeah, we can't. I I've never read it because I didn't go to Tams. That's the only place you can read it, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Wow. I kind of want to read it, but like also I don't because it seems like also like it just had bad tropes in it too. Like the main protagonist, protagonist, protagonist is like obviously like a Mary Sue. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the vengeful daughter of the villain is coming back. Like come on, like didn't all that crap happen with um. The Cursed Child in Harry Potter. I mean, that's not fan fiction. It's just is a it, money grab. If, I feel like it is. <laughs> it's a money grab. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, but so But, like, like, literally crap happened like that. Like, I don't even know. Like, Voldemort's daughter or something happened. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he had a daughter? Who? I don't even want to go into that. Um, I actually... I read the entire plot for The Cursed Child... And I can't, like, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, J.K. Rowling has great writing. Um, and I loved her books, but the plot, The Cursed Child, is a money grab! And it sucked. It was actually really bad. Um, yeah. And she's still trying to get money and still trying to get, like, um, brownie points. Um, but J.K. Rowling, Rowling's, like, in a completely, like, another thing. Also, like, I'm good if she's, like, down in her luck. She has no money, but, like, she she has money. She's okay. Yeah. So why did she do like, that? Like, I was talking about how, like, Amazon UK says that E.L. James is, like, their best-selling author. Harry Potter has sold 450 million copies worldwide, and Fifty Shades has sold 60 million. Like, she's fine. Like, just write something new. Read another book, you know? Do you know if E.L. James has written anything else? Um, on her website, it was just her Fifty Shades stuff. So, no. Yeah. Nothing else. She's a one-trick pony. Whew. Okay. Um, the other thing I researched was something I did read, and I, something I really, really enjoyed, um, which is... Oh, yeah! <laughs> the Mortal Instruments! Okay, so just preface that, because whenever I talk about that book, no one knows what it is and hasn't read it. Just, like, give, like, a quick summary. Okay, so The Mortal Instruments, um, is a young adult fantasy series. Don't ever read it, please. If you're over the age of, like, 15, don't read it, because you're just gonna cringe really bad. Um, it was... Really good when I read it. I loved it a lot. Um, but uh, obviously, I don't know how I feel now. I mean, yeah, reading it now, it's probably just ugh. Um, but it was about this girl from Manhattan, and she meets this dark, broody, like blonde guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he is something called a shadow hunter, which is somebody who is of half angel, half human descent. And Wait, is that even? Not really, because his parents aren't angels. No, no, no. But like, it just like goes on, like whatever. you know, Basically, like, he's like if a two shadow hunters like have kids, like and, obviously they're like okay, whatever. Basically, they're like yeah, half human. All right. Um, and like in the books, like they show that like you can become a shadow hunter. Yeah. If you're not. Okay, sorry. Anyway. We're going off. Okay. We're, 
<laughs> we can't talk about this. This is incredibly nerdy. But um, basically, she, like, meets this guy, and, like, she finds out that, like, she's actually also, like, part of the Nephilim? Nephilim, I think? Nephilim. I, don't know. Yeah, I have no whatever. idea. Which is, like, the... Um, Angel race of humans. Yeah, yeah, which is, like, the children of, like, God and, like, daughters of man or whatever, whatever. Um, so all of that crap, and, um... It's basically just, like, her and her, like, friend, and like, meeting up with this broody teenager and his friends and, like, saving the world in multiple different ways, basically. Yeah, like, they... It's just, like, an adventure book, and it goes on... It was originally supposed to be a trilogy, and then it goes on for three more books. And then, yeah, oh god. And then there's a prequel trilogy, there's, she is currently releasing a sequel trilogy. And then, like, a, a sequel trilogy to the prequel trilogy, which is not a joke for being annoying, that's, like, true. That is true, it is supposed to happen, yeah. Um, and she also has, like, the Shadowhunter Academy, which is- Oh, yeah. Which is based on- Clary, the main character's, like, friend and how he, like, split. Yeah, basically, it's just, like, your typical young adult novel, a young adult novel that's, like, really crazy. Yeah, like, I think, like, supernatural I think, like, when we read it, like, I was just like, this is so different, this is so cool, and I love it a lot. (laughs) It's so, I love, it has, like, a place in my heart, because I was, young when I read it, like, I I think if I saw, like, if I saw, like, a 17-year-old reading it now, I'm like, girl, please. Like, grow up. But, like, as a 13, 14, 15-year-old, like, it's fine. This was, like, really important to me and Michaela. I do remember going to see the movie with her. Oh, my God, yeah, and the movie flopped. And then, oh, my God, it's a TV show now. It's a TV show now, which is, like, also a flop, but, like, it's still going on, which is, you know, I just, I was, when I was researching about this, I was like, You get nostalgia waves. Yeah, and I was like, I deserve, like, a TV show, like, a good TV show with six seasons and, like, each season being, like, a book. And, like, I never got it. Yay. But that's basically what the Moral Instruments is as a baseline, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the Moral Instruments um, is like, I think it's, it's, it says it's a rumor, but it's like pretty much confirmed. Um, Cassandra Clare, who... The author. The, uh, yeah, the author of the book, um, books, she started, got her start in the fanfic world. Um, under the pen name she had the same pen name because cassandra claire is not a real name right oh yeah that's also a pen name yeah but like all on like whatever fanfiction.net or whatever she like was on um (laughs) (laughs) it was cassandra claire but there was an it was spelled c-l-a-i-r-e uh-huh. So like that oh, was, but now she didn't have the, the I in it whenever she writes Like, books. yeah, when yeah. she publishes it. So basically, she wrote something called the Draco Trilogy, and I have the names of the trilogy. Draco uh. Dormiens, Draco Sinister, and Draco Veritas. So, very... I know, that's Latin for something. Veritas is truth in Latin. So I was right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dormiens is Latin for something, but I don't know. So and it's sinis- Latin for Draco. Oh. <laughs> Draco, Draco. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically, actually, Jace, who is the broody, like, blonde boy from the book. The book, yeah. He is actually, like, who Draco Malfoy is in this, like, thing that was published from, like... What? Draco's Jace? Yeah, it was, like, from 2000 to 2006. Like, this is when this was published. And I think the first one was published 2007, like, City of Bones. Mm -hmm. So, mm mm-hmm. Um... So she actually became like a really big like writer in um in like the fanfic in world? like Harry Potter fandom fanfic which is a subculture of Harry Potter fandom and apparently it's like terrible and gross and disgusting and, like I can I can imagine like how this horrible that like thing has been since how considering how old those books are uh-huh. um <clears throat> so she got 
a book deal for the Mortal Instruments, which is what she renamed the Draco Trilogy, which is... Um, no, it was the Draco Trilogy, which got renamed the Mortal To the Mortal Instruments, yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, she'd taken the name of the series from another one of her Harry Potter spinoffs, but, like, the plot, like, wasn't, like, the Draco Trilogy. Yeah. Um... So she changed and she took off before her book like was published. Um, she took off all her fan fiction online. So like I like I mean you can probably go. No, find you it. can orphan. You can like either orphan your. Oh, I'm, I'm talking. Are you talking about Ao3 or fan fiction? Huh? Because on fan fiction, I don't think you can delete it. But on, like on Ao3, you can orphan it and delete it. Like it depends. Um. It said it says that she took off all her fanfic so offline. So probably just deleted it. Yeah. Um. So, um, a lot of the people, like, continue to, like, point out the similarities between the characters in the Draco trilogy and her published work, which I think is, like, okay, because, like, obviously, like, the Draco trilogy is, like, her works, and the Draco trilogy also is, like, very different from, like, Harry Potter. It just, like, carried the names of, like... It just, like, okay, yeah. It just carried the names of the people from the Harry Potter, um, not trilogy, series. Um... And, um, I mean, there were, like, problems with her. Like, they said that in while she was writing her Draco's trilogy, um, she had plagiarized from, like, Babylon 5 and, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, and put, like, quotes in there. But apparently, like, that was a game with her fans. They're like, spot the quote or something. Oh, well then, yeah, whatever. But, like, they're like, oh, there's still, like, unattributed quotes and stuff. Oh, come on. And I'm like, and, like, some people are afraid that, like, she plagiarized the draco trilogy in her other works because she did it once so she must do it again that stuff is like unfounded so that um, is so wow so like if draco's jace like who's claire is she like Ginny or something maybe or maybe hermione her my own hermione <laughs> Um, I've obviously never read the Draco I mean, trilogy. I mean, I feel very conflicted. I, I kind of want to read it. Like, or not, not read it. Because, like, also I have things to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, I kind of want, yeah, I kind of want to know how similar it is. And, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about an author getting, I mean, an author basing, like, their book off of fan fiction. I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I'd like it or if I don't like it. And I, I don't know. I mean, but, like, the Draco trilogy was a trilogy. And, like, she was originally only supposed to have three books. And then she ended up having three more books. And then, like, creating, like, the three, the prequel trilogy before it. And the sequels. And, like, all this other stuff with, like, Magnus Baden's. Yeah, so she, I feel like, with her, it's okay. Because she started out. And then, like, she, she the, moral eventually- in- or the Moral Instruments became, like, six or seven books. And then she wrote, like, I'd say nine more books around that. So she really did grow from it. I mean, yeah, she ended up creating, like, her in- her own, like, fantasy world just from, like, whatever she wrote, like, in 2000, which is, like, I think, like, kind of cool. Respect. Respect. And, like, <laughs> it is actually kind of hard to, like, find out, like, you. I mean, like, unless you, like, look it up, like, unless you know for a fact that it was, like, based off of it, like, you're not gonna find it, like, if you just look okay, up. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, you're saying, like, it wasn't so blatant that it's, like... Like, um... Like, with, like, Fifty Shades, um, or maybe even the Beekeeper's Apprentice, like, if you just look up, like, you, like, want to do some light research, you're like, oh, what is this? And you, like, look it up, you'll, like, find that on the Fifty Shades, like, Wikipedia page that it's, like, fan fiction, or it used to be fan fiction, just, like, the names are changed now. But then, like, with, like, Cassandra Clare's, because, like, her stuff is so different from the original, like, the things she was, like, emulating, she, um, 
Like, you're not going to find it unless, like, you know, you are, like, seeing... Specifically searching for that. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know until you told me. Um, but it's still a good book. A book series, actually. I mean, and Cassandra Clare, I mean, she's, like, a good writer. She has other problems, though. Doesn't she, like, do other crap, I thought? Yeah, like, there are rumors of her, like, cyberbullying. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, um, I was... While I was researching, I saw that, like, some lady who wrote, um this series called dark hunter um is suing her for copyright Mm -hmm. um that was like but that was in 2016 like that was when the article was published so i don't know how that ended up um but yeah she seems like i think like she has like some shady like behavior but ultimately she made middle school me very happy yeah she did and I like it. She does not have bad writing. She just had She a, writes pretty, she's pretty dope. Um she, If you're like a twelve to fifteen yes. year old, I would read it. If I was any older than that, I definitely would not. Um yeah. I did follow her on Instagram. You do? Oh I, I did, like when the movie was coming out. Oh yeah. I mean obviously I like I mean Yeah. I like it. I'm still okay with it. It's just kind of funny. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's, like, cool trivia. Okay, so, like, the next one I did, I did, like, kind of, like, and it's, like, a subsection, some variation. So, like, Pride and Prejudice is amazing. <laughs> Favorite book, best book. Really good book. But... And so, like, there are a lot of, like, fan fictions about it, obviously, but, like, a lot of ones that have gotten published. So, there's Death Comes to Pemberley by P.D. James... Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, God, I'm rolling my eyes. Which is a movie. I don't think it's a book. It's, no, no, no. It's a book and a movie. Well, I couldn't find anything about It was a book. book that got adapted into a movie. And then there's Mr. Darcy Takes a Wife by Linda Vertle. So, like, there's a bunch. So, those are the only ones that I knew off the top of my head that are straight up fan fiction of Pride and Prejudice. And there's probably but a Pride bunch and Prejudice more. and Zombies, I don't know who, write, who wrote it. But, like, the um, byline, I guess, the, it's, like, credited to the guy who wrote it. And... Jane Austen. It like says his name and then Jane Austen or her name and Jane Austen. I'm like, shut up! Don't bring her into this. Don't bring. Yeah, don't slander her name with this crap. So I'm gonna read like a, like a little excerpt. Or not an excerpt, like a summary. So like for Death Comes to Pemberley by P.D. James. Plenty of authors have written sequels and prequels to Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, but P.D. James' Death Comes to Pemberley is one of the most famous. In the sequel, there is a murder on Pemberley grounds, and Mister and Missus Darcy must put their Considerable talent towards solving this mystery, and then Death Comes to Pemberley. It actually became a uh, miniseries. They're like a Scooby Doo. They're like Friend Death. It sounds cute. Like yeah. uh, out of all the ones that I have here, that sounds probably the best and most and like easiest to like. Oh, this is cute. So, eh, it is a miniseries, which is cute. I like it. So the next one, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So like in the nineteenth century, a mysterious plague turns the English countryside into a war zone. No one is safe as the dead come back to life and terrorize the land. Fate leads Elizabeth Bennet, who is Lily James. I dislike oh. her immensely. Why? I don't know. Her face makes me mad. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't have an opinion about her, but... Uh, a master of martial arts and weaponry to join forces with Mr. Darcy, a handsome but arrogant gentleman. Elizabeth who? can't... Who skip. plays Mr. Darcy uh, in this? Sam Riley. I have no idea who that is. Okay. I didn't Good rec- thing I don't know who yeah, that I is. Yeah, I didn't recognize him when I watched, like, the trailer, so I was like, eh, who cares? Uh, Elizabeth can't stand Darcy, but respects his skills as a zombie killer. <laughs> <laughs> Casting aside their personal differences, they unite on 
on the blood-soaked battle to save their country. This makes me so angry. Like, whenever I talk about, like, oh, Pride and Prejudice is such a good book. And then someone's like, oh, I love Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And I'm like, seriously? Seriously. It's just so terrible. Like, I mean, they just ruined the entire book. And it's so shit. I just get so angry. I mean, at least it's not porn. But, like, it's just stupid. Um, yes, I think it's dumb. Um, also, the only good zombie book ever published was Warm Bodies, and that was also... I don't, I'm not even a Warm Bodies fan. It was the only good zombie book published. Like, it wasn't great, but it was the only good book published. I remember I read this book when I was, like, 14, called, like, Unicorns and Zombies or something. I read that book, Have you too. read it? It's so dope! Sorry. And it's, like, a collection of short stories about, like, zombies and, like, weird shit. Did you read that one about that girl who's babysitting those children, but they're all, like, zombies? That, oh, that whenever I think of good zombie stories, that's like the only zombie story. I like. The only zombie stories I have are from that book. I think like Cassandra Clare also wrote a book, wrote a story. Oh, she story. did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that book there sucks. was another collection of those. I can't remember what for what it was. I need to find that book and reread that story because it was really. It's a short story. It's so good. Okay. Anyways, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies can't eat shit. It makes me angry and want to die. You, I think. And what were you gonna say? Did you watch the movie? Hell no! I watched a trailer. And, like, there was a line, like, you know the famous line, like, a woman must have a thorough nart of a, a thorough nart. <laughs> a thorough knowledge of the arts, like, dancing and the oh, languages. Oh, oh and, and it's, it like, a like, reference to... And okay. then it was, like, and, like, warfare. And I was, like, oh, shit, warfare. <laughs> and then, like, and then Jane Bennett tells Elizabeth, like, for the right man, you give up your sword for a ring. And then, like, it's, like, cuts to her, like, cutting off the head of a zombie. She's, like... The right man wouldn't ask me to. And I'm like, God! It's so disgusting. Thank you, Cinderella. Let the- <laughs> oh, yeah, she's Cinderella! Check, please! <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. God. I can't remember who... I feel like it was our 7th grade history teacher who introduced me to that book. Like, who showed me... Pride a- and Prejudice and Zombies? Yes, who showed... Who, like, made me aware 20- of its existence. It was in 2015. I don't think that's right. It came out in... Tw- who... Oh, not that's the movie. The book. The, the book. Okay, then the book. Never mind. Um, and I was like, she was the one who made me aware of the, its existence, and dang, I resent her for it. Uh, okay, the last like Pride and Prejudice one I have is Mr. Darcy takes a wife, which I have personal knowledge of because <laughs> should I mention where I found it? Can I? Can I? Um, try not to name names. But like, we were in a teacher's classroom at Allen, and like, I was just like perusing her bookshelf and I found this book and it said Mr. Darcy takes a wife I was like hey I love Pride and Prejudice what is this and so I opened it it's literally like Pride and Prejudice porn it's so funny (laughs) so I was like I have to read this because it's it's hilarious it's called Mr. Darcy takes a wife by Linda Bertle and this is the summary Elizabeth and Darcy's marriage is a very happy one oh god their wedding night turned out to be one of extreme passion and... Oh, God, whatever. Elizabeth finds her role as Mistress of Pemberley quite to her liking and settles down comfortably. Jane and Bingley live on an estate near enough for the two sisters to be be able to visit quite often. Jane and Bingley all have a happy marriage, which is not as surprising... Which is not as passionate as Elizabeth and Darcy's whatever. Basically, oh, because they're better than everyone else. So it's just like a, like after Elizabeth gets married to Mr. Darcy, spoiler alert for this book that's been out for like how many hundreds of years if you were planning on reading it. Wait, what? Shut up. <laughs> Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy get married? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like their life. 
afterwards, I'm like halfway. I'm not even. I'm like, I say I'm like a third through it, and it's just like very like faux Jane Austen style. Like the writing is like still very like purple prosy, but I like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it really, I like it a lot. And it's it's really it's funny. I think it's more of a comedy than it is like bad porn. It's a well written. It's like well written, and it like makes fun of it. Like it's inherent. Like just like oh, because it is like. Yeah, like, it knows what it is, and it makes fun of that. Okay. And, like, I think it's, like, a good joke book. Like, to buy somebody, like, I would definitely. It's so good. Also, but, like, my thing is, like, it got published. Also, one of our teachers had this on her show for any student to grab. That's insane. I kind of wanted to tell her, like, you know what's in here, but then I also didn't want her to be like, oh, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and then do you remember the Lizzie Bennet Diaries? It was a TV show based off of Pride and Prejudice. I never saw. I it, vaguely remember this. Yeah. But like, I think I was talking with a teacher about it, or like about Pride and Prejudice, and she was like, "Oh, the Lenny- Lizzie Bennet Diaries." I was like, "The what?" And it's a show, and it looks terrible. Oh, Lizzie McGuire. Love that show. I'm looking at images right now, and it just... Oh, God. It won an Emmy! I don't know what you're talking about. It looks amazing. It won an Emmy. Who's Mr. Darcy? Is it this guy? The white white guy in the black t-shirt? I can't see. You're like... Okay, fine. I'm just gonna go on the Wikipedia page. Oh, it's a web series. Was the first web series to win? I think is it like does he ask her out to prom at the end or something? Because I feel like that's quite fitting. Also, green, my Hank Green. Can somebody ask me out to prom, please? Um, putting out a formal request. Please ask us out to prom. Um, Hank Green was like one of the co-creators. Honestly, fuck Hank Green. Okay, well we can't say such vile language. Maybe I want to know who plays. This, oh my gosh, let me look. It I up. look, found it. I found it. Chill. Oh, good thing I can't see. Let me just look look it up on the. God. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. (laughs) Mr. Darcy, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Let's see. Maybe he's gonna be a POC, and that would be really progressive. He's not. (laughs) Good thing he's not. Oh, he's nasty. (laughs) Kayla. Why people so like dry? (laughs) I'm sorry. I would have really liked like a nice spicy POC. POC, you know, like a black person or an Asian guy or like a Hispanic guy or just, you know, just not a white person. But no. Bing, Charles Bingley is a young, well, he's Bing Lee. <laughs> Asian. Because <laughs> he's Asian. A young, wealthy Asian American medical student who's moved into Netherfield house in the same neighborhood as the Bennetts. He quickly falls for Jane Bennett. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Okay, so. So, yeah, because, like, William Darcy is Bing Lee's best friend and the wealthy heir to an entertainment... I like how they didn't keep his name as Fitzwilliam because it's disgusting. (laughs) Wealthy heir to an entertainment corporation called Pemberley Digital. He Oh, my God. That's so terrible. Dibby, you can't just read in silence. Enough. (laughs) It's so good. I'm uh, never watching that because it pisses. Like I'm gonna watch it. It won an Emmy. I'm watching it. Are you serious? Okay, you tell me if it's good. <laughs> Anyways, that's Pride and Prejudice, my favorite book ever, being ruined by various authors and web series. 
<laughs> the Lizzie Benintires are better than Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Actually, yeah, okay. So we wanted to, after we put y'all through that shit show of fan fiction. I don't know what, what you're talking about. We went through some quality stuff here. What We did pros and cons. Yes. Oh, fan fiction. Yes. I did cons because I'm an inherently negative person. And I did pros because I'm inherently kind of positive person. So what's your first pro, man? Um, mine was, it was a great jumping off point for aspiring writers to begin writing. Yes. That's like not, that's not arguable. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, like one of mine was like, you know, like it helps pe- develop like people's writing. Also, like, I've noticed reading fan fiction and then reading, like, published books, like, they're so different. Like, the phrases that are been that are used are just completely different. Have you noticed that? Yeah. What do you mean? Like. Like, explain. Like, I'll say, like. No. For, for the audience. I can't, like, really, uh, like, you, uh, like, there are phrases that are used in fan fiction that aren't ever used in published works. Like, there's always that, like, telltale thing where, like. He, he, like, lifted up his shirt and you could see, like, a sliver of his... Oh, like, like just, that like, certain things that, like, are part of, like, I think, like... It's I, part of... The, I don't want to, like, typecast, like, fan... Fi- typecast, but, like, you know, stereotype fanfiction writers as teenage girls. But, like, yeah, there's, like, sentences that, that are, I'm, like, like... That is very, like, teenage girl. And, like, that's <laughs> not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It's just, like, you know, like, a... Like, John Green is not going to think of that, you know? Or, yeah. like, just, like, older... Like, adult writers, even if they are, like, for young, like, make YA novels, like, they aren't going to, like, think of certain things that, like, teenage girls or, like, teenagers are going to Also, think I of. think it's just more, yeah. Yeah, it had, like, its own vernacular across different, like, Harry Potter, Twilight, whatever, different fan fictions. Like, they all, we all kind of use the same language, which I think is really funny. I don't know. Okay. So, my con is, it's not regulated at all, like, for quality control. So, like... There also isn't any constructive criticism given because, like, if you aren't into, I don't know, Hermione Draco fanfiction, then you just won't read it. So, like, no one ever goes and criticizes, like, hey, this sentence sounds weird. Or, like, hey. And also, like, I think, like, on the internet, because, like, people take, like, it's different when you're a published author and, like, you know, somebody, like, reviews your book. Because, like, that is, like, I guess, like, what you're doing for a living, Right? Like, that's what you're putting yourself in the line of, like, criticism. But for... I feel like there's this mentality on the internet that if anybody who makes videos or makes art or makes, um, like, who writes stuff, like, they took time out of their day to do to that. To do that, yeah. And, like, they, they aren't necessarily, like, a writer. So it's just, like, kind of, like, seen as, like, unnecessarily rude. Being to, like, an asshole. You have, it looks like you're just being an asshole. Yeah. Which, um, like, isn't... Yeah. I Yeah. And, like, obviously, like, everyone, like... This is something I wanted to talk about because, like, I like reading fanfiction because it's so, like, it's so refreshing. And, like, also, personally, I love the fact that you can just skip all, like, the world building. Like, we know who the characters are. We know where they are. We know... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can skip all, like, the bullshit. But, like, people think that it's all Fifty Shades of Grey. People think that it's all, like, My Immortal. And it's not. Like, I have read fanfictions, like, double the length of the Harry Potter series that are infinitely more complex and interesting. Yeah. And varied. But, like, people don't see that, which is just, it makes me so angry. I'm like, it's valid, okay? Like, the problem, like, the problem is, like, there are really good, like, fic writers out there. Oh, and, yeah. And I've, like, read, like, I mean, like, there are, like, there's, like, little stuff, like, I've read, like, multiple times just because I'm like, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It just makes me so mad that it's stigmatized, you know? But, like, also, yeah, like, you're right in the sense that it's not regulated because there is some vile stuff out there. No, oh my gosh, yeah. That's, like, one thing I did, I kind of don't want to cover because, like, it's, like, so explicit that I feel uncomfortable, like, even hearing about it. So I didn't want to cover it in the podcast, but, like, there is just some stuff out there that is absolutely revolting. Yeah, when we were talking about, like, maybe we can, like, get good and bad fic. And I was like, no, no, no. Because all bad fic is just, like... If it's bad, it's bad. Like, it... Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... I think, like, just because it's the internet, people can just write whatever they want, even if it's a joke or, like, you know, like... And, like, even if it is a joke, like, mate, like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, so... It's a... You have to... If you read fanfiction or want to, you have to tread very lightly. Um, and make yes, sure you go read... only on AO3. Also, <laughs> make sure you go kudos first. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you do that? I don't. I never look at kudos. No, no, no. I, like, do it only for, like, I just make sure, like, the number of hits or something is, like... Oh, I don't. I just read whatever I want. But, like, I also like seeing all that weird crap. I'm like, God, that's disgusting. And I'm like, I'm pretty normal. I feel, like, queasy about it. Like, no, like, that's the thing. Like, there are certain things, like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, recently, because, like, after, like, the, um, after, like, the Florida thing, after, like, the Florida shooting, Uh I I was just, I was just thinking about, like, oh, like, (laughs) shit. Like, that could happen, like, to our high school. Like, that was, like, kind of, like, scary for me. I think everyone thought that, yeah. Yeah, and, like... But, like, I was just, like, thinking about, like, you know, like, other, like, sh- shootings and stuff. And, like, I, like, remember, I'm, like, they're just, like, they're just weirdos and freaks out there. Yeah. And I'm, like, you know, I'm, as much as I, like, like knowing that I'm not, like, as weird as a person with, like, a mass murder or fla- fan blog, I don't like seeing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I regret some of the stuff I've read just for out of curiosity. Like, I've read stuff that, like, now, like, nothing can shock me. Like, honestly, I've seen it all. <laughs> the ripe old age of 18. Honestly, I feel like I'm at the ripe old age of 18. I'm just like, I've seen it and heard it all. I probably haven't, but just, God, people out there have the sickest... People are freaks. And... People are gross. Yeah. And you know what? I'd much rather have somebody write some gross fan fiction about Harry Potter and Draco Malfoy than go shoot up a school. So you know what? Or if just, that's what you like, just do like the weird, like just write your weird stuff and like yeah, I'm gonna be like you're a freak, but at least you're not doing. At it. least you're not hurt. My policy is if whatever you're doing isn't hurting yourself or hurting anybody else, and it doesn't interfere with your like day to day work or relationships, then keep doing it. It may be fucking weird, but if but, it makes you happy, and like then that's it's what, probably that's what like keeping you from. You know, not doing weird stuff, like, you know, just not even, not, like, dangerous, like, violent stuff, but, like, just weird things, like, that I don't want to, like, know exist. I don't want to see. Yeah. Okay, um, next thing. What's your pro to my con? Um, I say that it contributes to fandom and surrounding culture, so, like, I think- Ooh, that's debatable, because, like, fanfiction is such a problem. This is, like, a pro slash con. I think it definitely, like, helps, like- fandom grow like I think like once you are fandom once there's like fic about like whether you're like it's a comic book or a movie or so whatever book or you know like you've kind of like made it like somebody cares enough to write like long stuff about this you know like it helps like for people to like grow like for like something to grow I see what you're saying. Like, a fan it, base. it makes like a bigger following like the first thing I do when I watch a movie or like like a new movie or read a new book or something, I automatically go look at fan fiction for it to see how fucked up people are. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, so I do think it contributes to fandom and um like fandom culture, but like the co- and I didn't say like the contributions are bad and good. 
So Yeah, I think it does help whatever the original work is grow. I think so. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So mine is it a con is it invites debate about the original work. So like sometimes people will be like, Harry Potter would never say that or like, you know what I mean? Like that would never happen and people like get pissed off about like how you portray a character or whatever and it just like gets into like a big fight. Like I've seen that crap happen. Oh, you haven't heard? <laughs> what do you mean I haven't heard? I mean, I understand that. Like but I also I think that like when people like create like head cannons or whatever for like Those are cute. They're usually, those are fine. They're usually nice and like benign. Uh, yeah. Um most <laughs> of the time. Um, <laughs> uh but no when people like create those I think, like, eventually, like, some of the ones that are, like, fandom, like, wide, like, ones that are generally accepted, like, it it suddenly, like, goes against, like, what maybe the author had in mind, like, for, like, a certain yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like, um, Harry Potter would never do this. I'm like, you didn't write Harry Potter. She did. So, like. So shut up and sit down. Yeah. Like, it's a headcanon for a reason. I mean, J.K. Rowling's a bad example because she likes to, like, just add, like, various, like, important parts of, like. Like, various parts of, like, a character's, like, identity, like... Years. After. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. I just... Yeah, people, like, do get, like, really, like, mad about them. Yeah, that's one of the other ones I put down. But we'll, we'll see. Okay, what was your pro? Um, I said it was a good way for people to become part of those communities, I think. Oh, yeah, like, to integrate yourself. Like, yeah, community. you're like, oh, yeah, like, the, like... I want to be, like, a fan of this, so I'm going to, like, go and, like, see, like, what other fans are, like, thinking of, and, like, you know, like, that's, like, just, like, a great way to, like, see, like, if the fandom is for you, because, you know, is the fandom for you? I don't know. Probably not. Usually not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I remember, like, one time I was watching this show when I was, like, in the eighth grade, and I was like, let me see the fan fiction, like, I want to see, like, what people think of this. What show? I don't want to go into it. <laughs> no, 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 no and like the first fanfiction I read was like an it was like incest between two characters. Okay. And I said, "Oh, buddy." And, I, and then I like stopped like watching reading any of it and then I went back and then it became one of my favorite shows. I just got a really 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 rotten apple from the bunch. So, I mean, yeah. I just like there are always freaks like that out there yeah there are people like that and then they try to like 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 uh defend it like oh like it's it's not real and i'm like but it but don't you wrote it but you (laughs) but you wrote it so okay Uh, what is your my con is some people regard it as stealing from you i've heard that people say like oh you're stealing you're plagiarizing like um actually like i think legally it's not like like yeah isn't yeah legally Fan fiction is not like considered plagiarism, um, but yeah, I mean like unless you are literally like lifting like paragraphs or something from like the books or something, but like, like just taking characters and creating new like situations for them, like, I think that's like where like E. L. James and like, Cassandra Clare like they had to change the names of their characters or else they couldn't profit off of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if they would have left it at the Draco trilogy or Twilight, whatever, they wouldn't have been able to make money. So they'd change the names. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's stealing. I don't think it's stealing. I, I think, think most of them is good nature. People don't do this like, oh, let's make money. People do it because, like, I like this character. Yeah, like, the majority of fanfiction, you're not going to find it, like, on Amazon.com. It's all free, for you to buy. yeah. Like, yeah, like, you're not 
buying that stuff. You're, like, just reading it for free in your spare time. And, like, people are just making it because they want to make it. Yeah. So. I think it's, it's, it's a little, it's nice. It's just, it's not quirky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your next one? Mine was a good way for people to stay involved in whatever, like, they're writing for. I think, like, reading and writing is, like, a good way for you. Like, oh, like, this is just something, like, I care about. So, like, I want to, like, especially, like, with books or maybe, like, comics or something. Like, when, like, there are, like, periods between, like, like, you know, like, between, like, certain, like, like sequels to a book or something oh like if something goes on a hiatus and everyone's just like really heartbroken they like write fans yeah like this is just like well yeah like this is something for us to like stay like together and like keep going with yeah even like like even with like harry potter like they're i mean like, i like how we just constantly use harry potter when i've never even read harry potter fan yeah. fiction or the books <laughs> i feel like it's a safe bet yeah but like <laughs> harry potter is like book like the series is over you know the original series is over i don't know what else is happening um and like for them like the original movie series is over but like people still just like especially like in that period of time before like the cursed child came out and like the fantastic beast movie was coming out Mm -hmm. or whatever like people still like there was still like a very big community online there's still people like writing about like writing fic which is like that's just like a way for you to like like stay like close to something that you like like when there's not like new like quote yeah, unquote like, official content. That's one of the my biggest things I like about it is like if your show like a lot of my favorite shows have ended and I'm just like what do I do? So then you read a bunch of fan fiction and you're like, "Oh, I feel better now." Mhm. Which is nice. Like it's so cute. Okay. People don't take you seriously. Yeah, people don't take you seriously if you're like, oh, I like reading fan fiction. They're like, oh, God. And I'm like, I don't read weird incest or I don't read bad porn. I just read stories, man. No, yeah, like, I definitely would not tell anybody that I like. That's why I don't. I'm just yeah, like, like, why am I going to say that and open myself up to people being like, gross? Yeah, because like, it is gross. It's, <laughs> it's kind of weird. But, I mean. I just, I hate to be like that person, but I wish it wasn't so, like stigmatized and weird but people people make it weird you know yeah no like that's the problem like because it's like people just write whatever they want like they write whatever they want and that sucks <laughs> it sucks cause, and it sucks for the rest of us but you know like what are you gonna do okay you're pro what's your pro okay oh my god um I said I I thought it was cute that people spend so much time on stuff like yeah that. like I'm reading a fan fiction right now I think it's like like 1.5 million words Jesus. which is so much it's like 15 books it t- it's taking me like two years to get to the end of it like someone sat at their computer and wrote that oh my god that's yeah. insane I just shows how much they care I just, think which is as a comic book writer or a show creator or a book writer, that's so like flattering to see that someone cares about your characters and like world and stuff. Yeah, I think like that's like I think we like touched on this like before, but like yeah, um, just like because people who like are fan artists or like fan writers or something like, they just like they aren't doing this for like money. They're just like doing because they like really really like enjoy something so much that they want. to create something else like out of it and so cute and i love that sometimes it's terrible but like sometimes it's really fucking gross 
But I appreciate it. I don't appreciate it, but yeah. Well, yeah, my con is disturbing content, which we've kind of touched on, which is just... Um, yeah. I'm not going into detail. I refuse. I, yeah, it's like, it's just, there's some nasty stuff out there. My rule is, would you want your parents to read that? No, then don't write it. But also, like, eh. Oh, it just, I think worse is sometimes, like, the people who write it are, like, 12. I'm like, dude, stop. <laughs> are they just exploring their sexuality? No. At 12? No! <laughs> um, I think there are healthier ways for you to explore that. I, I think it's a healthy way. I just, I'm, no, I, no, 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 I think no. it's a healthy way. Here's a healthy way, but, like, please don't. I think it's a healthy way, but, like, I don't want to witness it. Just keep it in your notes section on your iPhone, please. Please. Okay, crow. Please take and give. Did you did you finish all your pros? Um, mine was like I have like two left. I think. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> no, no. Mine was yeah. Mine was like it help. It develops like people's writing. Like I was because we were talking about like moral instruments and like I get like Cassandra Clare was definitely. Or, I mean that's not her real name, but like she was definitely not as good of a writer as she was in two thousand seven. Then like, and in two thousand then she was like in two thousand seven. Oh, you're saying like it helps you grow. Yeah, like I think like that's like a good way for like writers, like especially people who like want to write to like practice writing. I think like I've definitely like I think I've like practiced. I. Mm, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, I like previously said I've never like written. I just my. Thing I've is, never written fic, uh-huh. fic, but like, um, I can. Yeah. I just I'm always so proud when I read a fan fiction, and I just gonna sound so weird and like nerdy, and like I learned something new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I read like an AU, which means like an alternate universe about I don't know, like about space travel, and then I learned something new. Like, yeah, that's so cool and interesting to me. Like, I feel very, I like, think using somebody's... Because, like, now you're not, like, de- relying, like... Especially if you're, like, basing it off, like, fantasy or something. Like, you're not relying on world building. You, you don't have to, like, build the world yeah. yourself. Like, you have that all already done for you. You just need to make sure, like, your stuff is as good and as accurate as possible. And then, like, yeah, and... I just, I like, and I feel like my vocabulary has expanded. I'm like, that's what that means? Cool. Like, now I can use that word, and I feel like... And I hate to say it, but, like, honestly, if I didn't read as much as I did, like, I wouldn't have such a great time as I do, like, in AP English. Like, I honestly have no trouble at all. Because I come reading constantly. And it's, like, oh, something yeah, like, enjoy. I think, like, there's something easier about, like, pulling something up on your phone to read. And just reading. Rather For than, free, too. Yeah, like, rather than, like, because, like, I, yeah, I, like, do read, like, books. But, like, um, I, like, buy my books and then, like, I just read, like, fic on, like, my phone. And that's easier than, like... Even buying, you don't have to pay nineteen ninety nine for a book. You can just download it off the internet yeah. for free immediately, yeah. which is yeah, which is nice. Okay, my con is it's like kind of inherently negative because you have to defend your work a lot of the time. People like yell at you like that's not cool, and you're like yes it is. And you know what I mean? Like people get angry very quick, and like sometimes they're kind of justified because people write nasty stuff. So. What do you, like, mean, like, Like, sometimes if you say, like, I'm gonna write a fan fiction about, I don't know, Bella and... Who's Taylor Lautner? Uh, Jacob. And Jacob. Jacob. And all the Edward fans come and yell at you because Edward's better than Jacob. And it's just, like, a big infighting. Like, can we all just love our things alone? Like, can we not fight each other, please? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of toxic. Yeah. I think, like... 
I mean, like, we'd, like, said, like, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> going back to Harry Potter again, but, like, yeah, like, they're, like, there's, like, toxic, like, fandoms. Like, they're definitely, like, fan... Toxic! They're just, like, bad fandoms out there. Yeah, they're definitely... Especially, is. like, the ones that have been around, like, for so long. Yeah. Like, Harry Potter, even, like, for, like, I mean, like, I'm not, you know, like, for Supernatural, I'm sure, like, that's, like... That's a, a mess. Yeah. I had to mute them on my Tumblr, because they're so obnoxious all the time. Um, God. Yeah. I think you have one more comp pro, right? Or are you done? Yeah, I have one more. Um, Mine was just, like, we were talking about, like, the, like, headcanons and stuff. Like, that's, like, a good way for you to... I think a lot of people, like, take those headcans they have, like, people, and then they, like, create their own, like original characters or something oh so like, or, like i think your whole argument is like it helps you grow as a writer and like it helps you um like- yeah and like i think it also like helps to develop like whatever your like thing is like if your thing if like whatever your fandom is like if yours is like a comic book like obviously you're not like a lot of like world building in that like there could be a lot of information but like it's not like as m- there's like not a lot of stuff sometimes for you to work with so you get to create like your own like and that yeah like that does help you as a writer and like that also like helps create like make the world of the whatever you're reading like much more real yeah then like it's not as untouchable yeah oh yeah that's nice (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to end on a negative note but like we're gonna so my last con is like there's a lot of character bashing that i've seen firsthand like if you really like, like, Harry Potter and Draco together, then people tend to make Ginny Weasley, like, a bitch. Or, like, if you really like, like, Spock and Kirk together, then you make Uhura a bitch. Like, people will just, like, bash a character because they don't like them, which is, like, oh my god. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's just, like, I, like very I, absolute. I know, like, I'm guilty of this because there's certain characters, like, I don't like and I'm like, I hate them, I hate them. But, like, it's not about being negative, it's about being positive and, like, you know. This must be a good thing. Please. Stop ruining stuff! Um, yeah. I I get that. But. What? No, it's just. Yeah. That, I mean, I feel like. If you're. If you go in with good intentions, then you'll come out with good intent. Like, you'll come out good on the other side. If you go in there with, like, you want to write weird stuff and you want to be mean, then you're going to have yeah, a bad time. Yeah, you're, it's going to be, it's going to be stressful and, like, you know, I think people, <laughs> I spend a lot of my time on the internet, but it is just the internet and, like, there's no need for, like, there's nothing that, like, I mean, like, obviously people can do bad stuff, like, very bad things on the internet, but I feel like nothing on tumblr.com is worthy of a 56-page Google document. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just, like, chill. I think read- take a chill pill and be nice to each other. And, you know, just read some, like, fic about something you like. Like, don't go looking for, like, bad stuff you're not gonna like. Yeah. I think it's very, like, versatile and it's very good and bad. But I would say, in my opinion, it's overall, like, more good than bad. Uh, yeah. So. Alright, that's it for this podcast. I just kind of long. But I had a lot to say, okay? <laughs> I, was, I had a lot of opinions on this. Yeah, it was pretty long. But, um. Yeah, that is all we have to say on transformative fiction. Oh my god. Yeah, I thought that it was called that. Um, so yeah. Transformative fiction, good or bad. Didn't. <laughs> Alright, see you guys.
guys next episode. Bye. Bye.